Good morning, Remy. Good morning, Brick. I look, look weird. Oh, there we go. Well, last week was kind of a shit show because we couldn't get uh, we couldn't get our video uploaded to YouTube, but it was on the podcast. So, and it did well on the podcast. I will get it uploaded this week. I just, um, you know, I had to move my. It did not work for me, folks. I'm sorry. I tried. Uh, I had to move my entire arena and operation to another arena to have our show. So, that was, uh... Remy had a few things on her plate last week, and she did not need to deal with my technical bullshit. However, I did have to call her because I don't know the things were the stars were not aligning for me and YouTube last week with our streamyard. Uh, well, we'll get it figured out this week. I'll get it figured out. I'll get it uploaded. So here's hoping that this week is much better. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, you went to a horse show this weekend too. Yeah, we went to a couple of them. Um, kind of fun to see people that we haven't seen in some time. Um, Got to catch up with a bunch of old friends. That was fun. Uh, yeah. I didn't get shit done. I didn't. I mean... However, Remy, I'm, you are not there as often as I am, but I have been struggling and I am a hard-headed German woman and there are certain horses that I just love to ride. And most of the time, those certain horses that I love to ride are hard for me to ride or they're not like, do you know what I'm saying? Because I do much better on a smaller, more compact horse, but I like to ride the big ones. I've always liked to ride the big ones. I think it's because they're smoother. Maybe they're comfy for me, but my little monkey arms are not long enough to, cause you have to put them in the right position. Right. And it's harder for a big horse to be yeah. like, you have to manipulate them to make it easier for them. Oh my God. And I struggle so bad. And have a lot of fights with my husband. <laughs> Imagine. I, I mean, I bet that you and James would have the same look as he does of disgust as I ride around the arena and he stands by the gate and he watches me. I can just tell that he just wants to rip me off of there. Maybe I like to do it to torture him at this point. I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot of horses I like to ride just because I like to ride them. I just don't compete on them. I know. Well, I think that I'm getting it figured. I'm starting to get it figured out because he gets to the point where he gets so frustrated. He cannot tell me what I'm doing wrong. He just is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and then like, I don't understand it. And, um, finally he come to the realization. He's like, I think that the problem is, is that your arms aren't long enough to, to have your hands where they should be to help them more. And I think that he's probably right. So we're figuring that out. But um, so after struggling for the last week on this one horse that I just, I just love him. And when I can get him to do the things that I want, it feels so good. Yeah. But I just haven't been able to do that recently. But uh, I went and I had to get 11 rides to have my 100 rides for RCC finals. I'm paying so we attention to an arson. My ring light is dying. I don't know what's happening. Here. I'm listening. You're all messed up this morning. Okay. 
So I needed my 11 rides. So that meant I had to ride quite a few classes. And I, so I rode the Western Heritage, which I don't ride that. Um, That's my least favorite class of any other class in my entire life. Hunters, jumpers, cutters, cow horses. I cannot ride the Western Heritage. You know how hard it is for women like us to keep our mouth shut? Hard. And Remy probably has a harder time going slow, slower than I do. Right? And the yeah. slow, it's like the not loping when you need to. And <laughs> get there. I asked Dave Wolf one time, I was like, so do I get to bring a flag in for this class? And he's like, no, this is about ranching. And I was like, okay, I ranch for a living and I don't work cattle out of a round pen without help or noise or movement, but cool. Tell yourself <laughs> that. Well, I will say that um, when I slowed it down, Remy, I felt what I was supposed to feel. Does that make sense? Yeah, I also don't run very fast. And I say this because um, like I'm all about straight lines and angles, especially when I'm real heavy. And when you aren't just using speed to get through it, you do have to put your horse in the right spot all the time. Yeah. And so like, um, it just clicked. Like I went in and cause that particular horse I'm on, if you sit deep, like you're a hunter, he'll just extend, he'll long try out there. You don't even have to post. You were frozen for a little bit. And so I just sat deep and kept him straight and really used my legs and my hands at the same time. And I was like, it was just like a light bulb went up in my head. Um, so I may not have gotten anything done this weekend, but I do feel like I made some progress. And it's take, just... Yeah, take what you can get, man. Yeah, no. And it's been like um, a super frustrating pro- process for me because... I just don't understand why I can't get it. I can't feel it. And I want to feel it and I want to get it. So I think that I might be, it might be coming together. No, we had uh, a flagger all weekend. I stayed trapped in between two sorting pens. Worked my arm out. You were stretching. Yeah. And it was, remind me where it was again. Is it Norco? So it's like a, it's a course town USA. It's like uh, 45 minutes away from us. So, you know, it was good. It's a very nice covered arena. Um, the cows were very good, but challenging. So just a lot I'm tired of baseball. You have baseball now. Yeah. It's we're not into any games though. So it's just practice. And that was a thing last night too, you know, um, and I know your thoughts on this. You would be very like, if you signed up for something, damn it, you're doing it right. And not only that, you spent the money and I feel like if you let them back out or something, then it just becomes like a pattern of knowing that they don't have to, or they, they can opt out of something at any time they want to. And I don't believe in that. Well, last night Bronson was, and he loves baseball, but he was like, he did not want to go to practice Remy because there was a kickball little game happening in town with all the town kids. And he really wanted to go to that. 
And so he was pretty pissed because he's like, I'm not going to baseball. I'm going to this kickball game. It's Remy today. Or is it me too, Ram? Yeah, it's, it's uh, I'm fine. I can see you the whole time. So it might be you. I can see you the whole time too. Yeah. Um, just keep talking. We just yeah. have gaps in a conversation. I'm just laughing because there's like a kickball tournament because it's Minnesota. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, we made him go. We made him go to baseball, but he was kicking and screaming the whole way there. And then once we picked him up, he was fine and glad he went. But um, I'm a pretty big believer in making them follow through with what they're set out to do. No, it's uh we had a playoff game on Monday. So if we won that, then we play again on Saturday. So we won on Monday. And then Kyle played yesterday, won his playoff game. So I have two playoff games on Saturday. And I got in a little bit of trouble for too aggressively coaching third base in the one playoff game. That is shocking, Remy. Look, I understand that... <laughs> These are kids, and we want them to feel good, but this is also the playoffs. So if I have runners that can run, they are running. They are not holding up at third. So the coach, and he's like, I, I, he's awesome. He comes up, and he like puts his arm around my shoulder, and he's like, uh, Remy, if they have control of the ball in the field, not in the outfield, we don't send runners. And I was like, okay. I said, well, the first two runners, which were Braden and Trent, they didn't have control of the ball. I go, so I'll give you the last one on Ryder when I send him, but um, they didn't throw it into the pitcher. Like, I, I sent him home. So I was less aggressive. Did you win? We, oh, dude, I was less aggressive, and we still won, and they didn't score any runs, and we continued to score runs. So it wasn't just my, um, it wasn't just my sending runners. That we're here to win. Oh my. Okay. So Braden plays first base because he's a lefty and uh, they're a really hard ball hit to shortstop. It gets thrown to him and he has to reach for it, like lay out, lay out and reach for it. And I can see his foot is still on the bag. So the umpire walks over to check the bag and Braden does like the full, like professional reveal. Like he does a push up like this. So you can see that his foot is still on the bag behind him and like, backs up and stands up and i was like oh that's fantastic it was awesome <laughs> i was like way to play Brayden, that one out <laughs> didn't Braden have a birthday this weekend was he it Braden? he turned a uh, nine on sunday and you know in typical producer fashion we always have a horse show we always have a horse show on his birthday i feel bad for that kid so we did a pizza party and sat by the fire with some friends sunday after we got home so you know, I suck at birthday parties, Remy. I mean, I'm not good at it. And I feel like if you set the expectations low when they're little, they are just happy for anything. No, he's a, he was pretty good. He's like, you don't have to. Cause I was like, oh, we'll try and have another party next week. He's like, we don't have to have another party. But he's usually the one that wants like the, he wants the party. He so. wants the fanfare. Yeah, but he did He did go to a birthday party all day Saturday. That was not his birthday. Uh, speaking of different types of raising children, like my girlfriend's a barrel racer and her kids are like ranch kids. But uh, she goes, hey, can I come to the party? He really wants him to come. And she lives like two blocks away from me. I go, yeah, but I have to leave really early. And she had a barrel racing to go to. 
I said, I'll just let them sleep in and I'll have them call me when they get up. And then you can, if you're back from the race, you can pick them up. And if not, her dad would come pick them up. She's like, okay, great. So she calls me around like 1030 and I just talked to the boys. I was like, oh, I was just going to call you. I was like, but I just called them back and they're not answering their phones. And she's like, do you need someone to go check on them? I was like, I'll just get them when you, when you swing by the house. She was just like, you left them there alone. I was like, they're sleeping there. It's fine. <laughs> But they were at that birthday party for like 11 hours. So I think he was maybe a little partied out by Sunday. Tired. Um, you know what is funny, Remy? Uh, laundry must be a big thing, obviously, because we have a bunch of moms listening with our viewers. Because my whole laundry debacle brought up a lot of conversations with people who watch us. And I think it's hilarious. I just giving everybody an update quick on my laundry situation. I am about caught up. The $100 washer from the garage sale is amazing. Best $100 I've ever spent. Probably never going to buy a new washer after this again. Don't do it, folks. Don't buy the $1,500 washer. It's a waste of money. Um, find yourself a garage sale and get after it. Okay. So, my little uh, PSA for the morning. Uh, for those that weren't privy to our other conversation, both Stacy Howard and I told her to take her laundry to a fluff and fold. And she said she was too cheap. And I said, for $200, if they did all of your laundry and folded it, <laughs> wouldn't it be worth it? Because I would pay a laundry, a laundress to come in and do all my laundry. You know, so. I'm, I have been feeling extremely domesticated lately, Remy. Um, I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job of staying on top of that laundry. It's because you don't want to go outside and move shavings and fill water buckets. So you're going to. No, I've been doing that too. I, <laughs> I've been doing that too. I've been hustling. So, uh, yeah. And I've been cooking. I've been cooking. Oh, and yesterday I had my physical, yearly physical. Well, it's not even a yearly physical anymore because they only require them every five years. Yeah. They want to make sure that when cancer hits you, it's got plenty of time to grow. <laughs> uh, well, I had one in 2020, so I was a little early, but I would rather be early than. Yeah. I'd rather stay on top of it, but they didn't do blood work this time. And in 2020 they did. And she talked to me about that. She, this time, I mean, it's 2023 and now we're having this conversation that my cholesterol was high then. Have you it's had your cholesterol your... checked? Baked casserole, yes. I've had like everything checked, so. I have low well, blood pressure. See, I have low blood pressure. I have low cholesterol. That thing is wrong. They're telling you the wrong information if it says you have low blood blood pressure. I don't. I, like, even when I was pregnant, I was like six, like 60 over 80. I have really, it's, it's, it's also a problem. It's not like a great thing to have low blood pressure. It is also a problem. Maybe that's why you don't get whipped up. I don't know. Yeah. Or do you? I don't know. I mean, I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't last very long. <laughs> now, uh, I, but I did. So I had some good conversation this weekend uh, again. Uh, and so that's what we're going to talk about today is revisiting a topic that we've talked about a couple times, right? What do you do when you don't feel like yourself anymore? And, they say uh, it takes three times um, before you actually understand something. So, you know, we're going to revisit it. 
in from a different headspace this time than the first time. Remy, hang on a second. I'm gonna check this internet. The internet gods hate me in Minnesota. So bear with me. Maybe they hate Minnesota. I'm still here, looking good. Today's episode is brought to you by Bones Coffee. I'm currently drinking strawberry cheesecake. If you would like some Bones Coffee, go to BonesCoffee.com. Use code COWGIRLS at checkout for a discount. And Beck's face is frozen. I thought she was just looking at me very strangely. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. The internet is so awful here. Oh, okay. I knew you it was going to be a big I just, morning. So. I, just, I just did an ad for Bones Coffee while you were gone. And you missed it. <laughs> and then... And then your face came back and it froze. And I thought it was just you giving me a look of disgust because I told our viewers that I'm currently drinking strawberry cheesecake and it's amazing. That What's does not coffee? Sound good. Like coffee, strawberry cheesecake. It's so good. Oh, and I even give you a cup. My mother in law gave me this one for Mother's Day. Nice. Boss lady. And then when you drink it down, it, I can't remember what it says at the bottom. But, um, it says something. It says something. Um, yeah, so let's dive in. All right. So, uh, it's not just me. I mean, I'm feeling that way too, but there's a lot of people at different stages in their life that feel like they're in a funk. I think we've all felt a little bit like we're in a funk post COVID. Do you feel like it could potentially be the time of year? Because I have been a freaking bear cat to be around. I, I'm kind of mean right now. Not sure why. I wish I had enough energy to be mean right now. I'm just. I'm mean to my children. I wish that I wouldn't be as mean as I am, but God damn it, I can't. Yeah, I, I think like we're all overstimulated. My kids are overstimulated. It's the last week of school. So like yesterday, no. Two nights ago, I was trying to do billing and they were asking me for something. I was like, it never stops. And James is like, take a deep breath. But I know, but it's really hard to. Um, and I kind of wonder if it is not, not the time of year because I feel, and maybe I say that about every freaking season. I don't know, but I do feel like I felt the same way last year. I don't know. I don't know. This is usually the good time for me. So, you know, I deal with seasonal depression when it's rainy. Although last year wasn't really rainy. This year's been rainy. And uh, I think it's just like I get, I do, I get overstimulated, right? There's too many people asking me too many questions that want too many things. And I just want it to be quiet. And uh, so, yeah, but I, I'm not the only one that's that, you know, I'm not the only one. And I think, Part of it is we have a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, it's the end of school. So there's just a lot of, a lot of energy and you don't realize how much you're picking up all the, like all the anxiety, all the frustration, all the excitement until, you know, your clothes. I think feel funny. Uh, for me is, is more for me is the running list of stuff in my head that has to be taken care of that I cannot shut off. And I am the person who, um, I'm going to mulch around my house. I want that done before I do anything else. That ha that has to be done. And I will kill myself to get that done. 
And then I'm only the, I'm only laughing because of her and her husband's conversation last night. Was <laughs> you have no idea, actually. Oh. But um, in my head, that is how things work. Like if if I'm going to ride six horses, I know the exact order that the horses are going to be rode in. And I will not do anything else until those six horses are rode. And I'm really crazy about my barn being in order at night. Like I won't go to the house until the barn is exactly how I like it. I think it's making me kind of crazy to be quite honest with you. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I did uh, all day Monday. We cleaned the house because I'd finally had enough because um, I mean, it still doesn't look like it's clean, but it was really a shit show. Same. I was just like, I was like, uh, yeah, we need to clean the house. And like, I wanted to do nothing else except for lay down. But you know, like I, I've been in a funk for a while. I was talking to, um, so one of my girlfriends, like she and I don't talk, like she and I talk a lot, but not all the time, especially when we're both busy. She would call, cause I like, and usually it's like one of us calls one day and then the next one calls a day or two later. And I hadn't called her, I hadn't answered. And I finally got a text message. It's like, pick up your fucking phone. I was like, hello? I need to talk. <laughs> and she was, and she didn't even need to talk. She was like, you haven't answered, which is not normal for you. I don't care how busy you are. But you I've know. noticed that about you too. I know when you're, because we usually talk all the time, it, both of us have been busy as well. So there's that. But, but Yeah, but that's what she said. She's like, I, she goes, I brushed it off as busy for a while. She's like, it's not busy. And so I told her, I said, I don't have any energy. Like, I don't have energy to talk to people right now. And, um, you know, I, I know that I'm dealing with that. But it, again, it's not just me. And I don't know if it is just, like, I think everyone's kind of been in a funk. Like I said, post COVID, right? We shut down and then we started back up, but it's not like it, you know, we didn't just erase. No, it's not like it used to be. It will never be like it used to be. And like, you notice, I noticed it with traffic. Like James calls it the COVID traffic problem, right? People like with road rage are way worse post COVID than before. Like there's no patience to get anywhere and so, you know, you're trying to practice like love and light and being kind and people are fucking assholes. And you're just like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, um, I think that maybe that's, I think that there is something to be said about the post COVID thing. Um, because COVID we learned to, the majority of us learned to live with less. We learned to, um, we learned to stay home and yeah. now nobody wants to go anywhere to be, I don't want to go anywhere. Well, then we learned that things could be delivered. Like, I mean, not that we didn't know things could be delivered, right? But people like want immediate yes. response. And, and we've talked about this too, right? It's like the whole text messaging and messaging people and doing all this, like, People want this immediate reaction where you used to have 24 to 48 hours to answer people. And now that you don't answer immediately, then you don't like them. And it's got nothing to do with them. Most of the time, half the time I'm busy. Like, uh, I clear my text messages once a week and I still get like, I'll still have a notification today for 603 text messages. Like that's how many text messages I get. And, um, again, like for me right now, that's overwhelming. 
I don't want to answer them. I don't want to be asked questions. I don't want to do anything. I just, I feel like I'm in survival mode. And again, I'm not the only one that feels like that. No, I definitely don't think that um, you are the only one who feels like that. I feel like that the way you and I feel is right now is different, but we both would feel wonky, just off. Yep. And I know that we're not the only ones who feel off right now in this season. I do think that you could be somewhat right about the post COVID thing in our irritation levels, like with our irritation levels. I don't want to people in big crowds anymore. I mean, I mean, the COVID more... was great for me for that because I was like, yes, I want you to all stay away from me. I want you all six feet away from me at all times. Say that again. Like COVID, like I loved it in the markets, right? Stay six feet away. Perfect. I didn't want you closer than that to me in a market anyway. I know. Um, think about all of the things. I mean, my ordering online has increased tenfold since COVID. I don't want to shop. I do not want to go into the grocery store anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it's, uh, but I do, I'm making a giant funk and I'm trying to find my way out of it, but it's, um, it's, it's kind of working. I told, <laughs> I told James the other day, cause like I always, I almost always wear button down shirts, right? And I've been wearing t-shirts and sweatshirts, but I usually wear a button down shirt and a, a sweatshirt over it if it's cold. And I've been wearing t-shirts and I can say it's because I knew I wasn't going to take my sweatshirt off, but it's not right. Because there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with wearing t-shirts. I just always wear button downs. And I told him the other day, cause I got, I think I rode like 22 horses that day. And, uh, I told him, I was like, I finally felt like a horse trainer again today. And he kind of looked at me and I was like, honestly, I was like, I like put it in my head. Like you're going to get up, you're going to put on the long sleeve shirt. You're going to put on the hat. You're going to put on the glasses. You're going to go out there and go to work. And I did. I felt better. Like I knew, like, uh, I, it's like, I felt like I'm drowning lately, right? I'm drowning, but I couldn't see the surface. And at least the day that I dressed like a horse trainer, I could see the surface. I felt better. Which sounds very dumb. No, that it doesn't. Was, no, it doesn't. Like that what I wore that day made me. But it was, it was like, oh, I recognize these parts of myself again and I can get there. I'm just going to keep faking it until I make it. But now I don't feel like I'm drowning in the deep abyss. I'm almost back to the surface. And uh, like I said, I had a conversation with a friend this weekend and she was like, I just, she's like, I used to be really good and I, I don't feel like that anymore. And I said, no, but you were in a relationship and then had some other things happen that took away all your confidence and it's bled back into your writing. You know how to do all the things, but you don't have any confidence that you can do them. And by the end of the weekend, she was writing awesome, like more than flashes of her old self, hauling ass places, penning really strong. And you know, it was good for her. It was also good for her to be in, a, in an environment where, you know, nobody cared about what happened to her for the last two years. And I don't mean that in a bad way, right? There was no baggage attached to it. They were just happy to have her there. Yeah, nobody was asking questions or, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I don't know. 
And Brex anxious because she doesn't have automatic waters because, you know, it freezes in Minnesota. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> uh, it's all good. It just takes a little bit more work to be back here. Yeah. And I, I think that's like the, like, you know, again, I've talked about it a lot, right? So then there's guilt that goes along with my depression. My life is good. My husband is good. My family is good. So why are you not happy? Uh, I don't know. Something wrong. And then, uh, you know, we just work harder. Put your head down. Go to work. It'll feel better. But at some point, like, you know, that's what James said. He goes, when is enough enough for us? Like, how much more do you want to take on? And I'm like, I got to fill in all the space I can. I don't want to stop. Yeah, I think to um, when you deal, I do think that if you have anxiety or if you have depression, the fuller your plate, the easier it is to deal because it, it, you have to keep moving, right? And it's the silence and the sitting that makes it worse. So I do understand that a lot. Yeah, because, I, you know, like... I mean, I think it would probably make it better in the long run, but it's super uncomfortable. So right now I'm not strong enough to deal with the uncomfortableness. So I'm just going to keep working and doing things. The other thing too is, again, right? Nobody cares. Like, and I don't mean that in a negative thing because nobody cares because everyone's dealing with their own shit. You have no idea. And I think that's the hard part for me with... Um, from the outside, like when you see someone being mean or thinking that, or not, when someone thinks someone is mean because they didn't get the reaction they wanted, right? They didn't get the text message back. They didn't get the phone call back. They didn't comment on their Facebook post, whatever. You have no idea what people are dealing with. So we need to all have a little bit more grace and forgiveness for people. And again, I think that's post COVID too, right? For a minute, we were all kind of nice. And then I think it like, swung back so far the opposite way like i've seen more hateful things on social media lately than i've seen in a long time just like people posting things like yeah. mean things like mean and comments like things yeah like it took you time to write that out like you didn't and like some of them will be like really long i'm like that wasn't even quick like you took the time to type it out on your phone um, I've been on Facebook a lot lately, but only for Facebook marketplace. I'm like obsessed. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's like an online garage sale. Yeah. You should do like a thrifting video. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> this is what I found today. I know. Um, so I don't pay much attention to them. I do think that when I look at the other women around me. And I think about myself right now and we talk about this a lot and it feels like, um, you know, the perfection thing, maybe that is what's making us crazy right now is because we're striving for our so-called perfection in our world and how everything looks. I mean, I know that graduations are coming up right now. There's a lot of, 
Well, in Minnesota, you have to take advantage of the nice weather. There's only three months of it. So people are trying to get their yards in order and it takes a lot of work around here, folks. Got to kill weeds, mosquitoes, freaking mulch. It's everything. But um, you kill yourself for that thought of perfection every damn day. And I think that the perfection looks different for all of us, but we want the perfect yards or we want the perfect barns. We want the horses to look nice. Oh my God. One thing that I thought I was going to get my ass chewed for. So I am obsessed with tails too. I like to take care of my tails and, um, the fucking bugs are so bad here, Remy. So I washed all my tails last week and I put them all up in tail bags, which I use socks. Yeah. But do you leave the stringers out? I damn tails out because they, they were a mess just from three days of swatting flies. Did you Rem cut them out? No, I did not cut them out. I took, didn't want to panic. I didn't want to panic because Brandon walked past one and he picked up his tail and he's like, this needs to come out now. And I'm like, don't even try it. I will do it. And then I was kind of panicking because I'm like, oh my God, they're so ratted up and a mess. So I'm just thinking that the tails are going to just be. Yeah. Put Rainer's knots in them. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous because I don't, I don't, I don't know if you understand the level of bugs we have around Well, that's here. why you got to put the Rainer's knots. You do all the figure eights yeah. and you wrap them so, in vet wrap and then your, tail, your tails are short. And then they can still whip about. Uh, I I also know what that's like because I turned James's rope horse and my good old mare out with the tail sock on like four months ago. Rip the tail out. Uh, no, they're just, it was a rat's nest. So I like spent three days of, I cut the sock out. I didn't cut the tail. And I put a leaving, I washed it the first day. Like I dunked it in a bucket to wash it. Cause it was just a mess, matted yeah. mess. And then I um, dunked it in conditioner the next day. And then the third day, I put leave-in conditioner. And then the fourth day, it was pretty good. Pulled it I'm off. obsessed. Well, I really like, I'm worried about this too. I like the detanglers. And I use a lot of cowboy magic, but the best one for me by far is that, is it, I always say the wrong name, Ultra Cruise. Yeah. Is it Ultra Cruise or Santa Cruz? Ultra Cruise. Santa Cruz is the parent company. Ultra Cruise is the um, the product, like brand products. Yeah, so the Ultra Cruise one makes an awesome detangler, and it's heavy. Where the it's not sticky. No, Ultra it's, Cruise is fantastic. it's fantastic. That's all we use is Ultra Cruise, except for I also, I also use. Have you used the pink stuff? It's the concentrate. Healthy hair. No, no, it's called the pink stuff. And if you concentrate and you put mix it with water. Yeah. Yeah. And it smells really good. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's it's like part. equivalent to healthy hair. So the other thing you can do is um, buy coconut milk products and use them. And your horse, she probably good. Uh, use them because I had a mare whose hair like always got the fairy knots in it. And if I did that, her mane stayed straight and uh, never knotted up. I was worried for my life. 
for at least five minutes over the tail ordeal. So yeah, um, maybe I'll have to do the rain or not thing because. Yeah, if you have bugs, it, see, I like sail, sock tail season for me is the fall. Like once the bugs Those are, are my, hor my horses in the barn. I mean, and the barn's not even that bad, but the flies and. Yeah, it's a, uh, but I, I stop about the time the flies come out because it doesn't matter how tightly you braid them. or It doesn't. And then if you have to redo it every two or three days, you've already defeated the purpose of having it up in a tail bag. Yeah, because you're brushing your tails so much, it, it pulls the hair out. I don't like that. That's why I, I like the Rainer's knots. Oh, the things we go through. To have fancy looking tails. And what kills me is like, I'll get a horse's tail looking really good. And then their owner always leaves it in a braid at a horse show. And I'm like, I did so much work. Just let it out. Just let it down and be pretty. And let everyone see how fancy it looks. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, I mean... I, I know I'm not the only one that's in a funk right now. I know that everyone's struggling at some point and I do. I think that people just, I think too, when you look like you haven't struggled for a long time, people like to just push you to see how much more you can struggle. I feel like it's, I feel like life is a struggle every day at some, in some aspects or points. And I do think that um i've probably got to get a little bit more mentally tough and start counting even the littlest blessings on a daily basis instead of worrying constantly about the things that did not get done and um and that's like that whole negative positive mindset right like we were on our way to Norco and the lady that manages the arena texts me. She's like, don't forget, we have a barrel racing tomorrow in the main arena. And we were supposed to start our RSNC in the main arena. And I'm like, come again? She goes, oh, you can just set up in the other arena and then move. And I was like, we're setting up side-by-side -side sorting pens. Same message her back. I said, so are the cattle pens in the other arena? She goes, no, no, you can just jog them across the road. And I was like, Okay. I you get we're not doing that. I get that you don't understand what we're doing. So we get there and it's like, oh, there isn't a barrel racing tomorrow. There's a barrel racing tonight, which we didn't know about. And um, I was like, oh, I'll set up afterwards. She goes, no, no, you can't. You have to set up first thing in the morning. I was like, no. It'd be really nice, but no. Like, this takes us a while. We banner everything up. So we wait till after the barrel racing's done. Um, Thankfully, Stacy and Robin were there, so they helped us. It wasn't just me and James, but we set up, you know, two sorting pens, put banners on everything. Because if you've been to our show, James loves to banner up everything. So we had banners wrapped all the way around. And then the next morning, their ground crew's there, and they're like, oh, yeah, you wouldn't be able to set this up this morning. Like, because like, oh, you can come in at seven and set up. And I was like, ha ha ha. Like, no. And, uh, we needed to put up these like 12 foot WW bow gates, like the really heavy ones. And they're like, oh, we stacked them for you. Well, they stacked them on the outside of the arena. So it's like the, 
it's like a full rodeo right now, like bucking shoots and then alleys and then cattle pens. And then they stacked the WWs on the outside. So I'm like, well, maybe we can walk them. And James looks at me, he's like, Remy, those panels are too heavy. And they are really heavy, even for me. And I never say panels are heavy, but they're fucking heavy. And so we had to like lay them back and like jump them up onto the side of the stock trailer and tie them on to drive just around into the arena. And I was like, he goes, don't stand anywhere near the trailers. Like, and if they fall off, we're just going to drag them off the side of the trailer. They didn't, but they were, they were, they were happy. It was a lot Thankfully. of work. But it's the same thing, right? Like, should I bitch about it? No, I shouldn't because we still had a decent show. It wasn't great. If it was at the house, it would have been fantastic. But, you know, people came and supported us. I should be happy about that. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like you just, you need to remind yourself of it and, I'm... Oh, I know where I was going with that, right? So the lady texted me, this is before we got it all figured out. And I called James and I'm like, I fucking hate my life. I hate doing it. Like all of a sudden he goes, you don't Why hate are your... we doing this? He's like, <laughs> you don't hate your life. You're just upset. And he's like, and see before James would have freaked out, right? Like, how do we not know all this? Blah, blah. And he was just like, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. It's fine. Everything's fine. So that was good for me because usually I'm the one that's like, oh my God. I mean, I used to not be the one that thought it was the end of the world, but uh, apparently lately I am. I just have a short fuse lately, too. I'm not as nice to my kids as I should be either. Oh, I know. But if I they would care. just fucking listen. I know. If they would just do what I want them to do. It's like we're like we're cleaning up. We're cleaning the house. Right. And like my new like and I've done this like for the last couple of months. I'm like, I won't do your laundry if it's inside out won't do it and I always cave in and I do it so the other day so we're sorting laundry right because they're going to help me sort laundry we're sorting laundry and I made each of them disappeared ah, I'm back I made each of them go through their piles and um fix their socks and they're like oh, this is so much work and I looked at them I was like isn't it isn't it so much work I, I was like and if you would just do it when you took it off you wouldn't have 14 pairs of socks to do I was like, and it adds so much to my time that I already don't have enough time for. So oh. if anyone wants to um, give me lottery money, I will be a stay-at-home mom and not yell at my kids about. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yesterday I was um, riding. And as I'm riding, I'm like going through the mental checklist of like all of this shit I had yet to do. And it was four o'clock. Well, we feed at five every single night. I, that is the time. I don't waver from that very often. And Bronson had to be to baseball at six 30 and it takes me a good hour to feed. So I'm writing. It's damn near five o'clock. I'm going through this list in my head of the things that needed to be done yet. And Bronson was driving around on his little pit bike. Remy, I, I thought I was going to Superman off my horse, run across the yard, rip him off that freaking dirt bike and beat him with an inch of his life. I thought about it. I, and I settled for screaming like a freaking crazy lunatic woman at the top of my lungs so all the neighbors can hear what's going on in my house and threatening him with an inch of his life and the things that 
I need it done did get done. Ah, they can piss me off. I'm like, well, so it's like, so we get, they get, help me get the laundry sorted. Then we're putting other stuff away. And one of them comes in. He's like, I got all the eggs out of the chicken coop. I was like, that was not on the list for today. You had a bunch of tasks and that wasn't one of them. You know what? I know exactly what you're talking they about. Won't, like, it's not even like they don't do anything. They just don't do any of the things you've asked them to do. I know. And then, uh, so we had Brayden's birthday party on Sunday night. And like, I'm not a bit like, look, my house is a shit show. I don't want to be the mean mom. I don't want to be like the place where you don't want to go. Right. But I kind of do not either, but I end up there. Damn it. I had like two, not even hard rules. The first rule, hard and fast. If you walk through a door outside, you fucking shut it. Still angry. Second one is don't wear shoes in my house. And you don't wear shoes in my house because we live in the middle of a ranch. So it already gets, it already gets dirty enough. You don't need to like help it get dirty. Yeah. Right. It wasn't my kids because it was one of my kids, but not the rest of them. Most of the time it was all the other kids. Right. Shut the door. Okay. And then they'd walk out and leave it like not a little bit open. And now because it's been a damp year, we got a lot of flies. We don't really have mosquitoes right now, but we have a lot of flies. Leave my slider wide open. In the like house. Shut the door. Yeah. Shut the door. And I finally sounded fucking crazy. I'm like, shut the fucking door. And so I'm at a birthday party with, granted, all my friends. <laughs> Uh-oh, Remy. Remy's gone away. Is it Remy or is it me? I'm coming back. There we go. Hold on. Oh, there you there are. I don't know. I just turned my Wi-Fi off to see, you know. Oh, is that something? Um, Remy, I mean, that makes my heart so full to know that I'm okay, not the only one. So, I, so I'm, like, I'm like, shut the fucking door. So then my girlfriend, Sarah, is here. And another kid walks right. I mean, literally 10 seconds after I leave that door. She's like, shut the fucking door. And I'm like, thank God it's not just me. And she's like, we will be redneck crazy together. And I was like, how is that redneck? I don't want fucking flies in my house. It's like the opposite of redneck. I just don't want flies in my goddamn house. And it's such an easy solution. Don't Remy, leave my doors open. We have mayflies. Do you know what a mayfly is? Yes, that's gross too. And the, oh, the midges also, yeah. So it's like mayfly season. And because we live on the lake, and there's lakes all around us. The mayflies are freaking everywhere. So the other night, I came in the house, pull back the shower curtain. There was a thousand mayflies in my freaking shower. I had to get the shot back out and to take them bastards down because there is no, they were everywhere, like everywhere. I wasn't getting naked and getting in there with them. So I had to use the shot back. But it's because they don't freaking get my front door closed all the way. And then they're attracted to light. Was well, so the other thing? Like the boys kept going in the house and turning all the lights on. And I was like, we are all outside with That's lights on outside. Feet. Like why? So yes, that was that the light thing is my pet peeve. Like that was a that was a shining moment for me in parenting. Um we have, I also didn't know that puncher, uh, pincher bugs flew. 
until last weekend. Well, I didn't know that until one flew into my hair at a baseball game. I was like, the fuck is this? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we were little- in yards two days ago, Remy. My shining parent moment. Hmm. I have two boys who are feral at best. And they're running the carts into a, the, we only had one cart. They're running the cart into Bron. Bodhi was running the cart into Bronson. Now Bodhi towers above me. He's a big kid. You have to slap him around. Otherwise he will not respect me for much longer. And I had freaking enough of it. We looked like rednecks going down the alleyway in, or the aisleway, alleyway. And I was like, last nerve, I told you I'd been a bear. And I, they were kind of behind, like off to the side of me. And I fucking was done. And I just wound up and freaking turned around and whapped him right across the side of the face, open palm, everything. I felt better after I did it. And I looked up and there was two workers looking at me. I'm like, alrighty then, on to the next aisle. <laughs> it was settled after that though. Like, I didn't have any more issues. He just needed a reminder, like, you might be bigger than me, but I still am in charge. So, uh, we were, um, that reminds me, like, right, because people be like, oh, you should try this. You fucking deal with them. But James one time, like when he was younger, was at U.S. finals. And it was a long time ago because it was in Wichita Falls. And he had this bay horse that would rear every once in a while, like for no reason. Like, and he was really good 90% of the time. But so the other some, 10. <laughs> yeah, other 10. Like, and he was like, like double or triple dock bar bred. Like, granted, it was an older horse, but like still. And uh, so he's stubborn. And so I guess in the pen, like horse did something. So James takes his rein and whips it between the ears. And James is like 12 years old at the time. So Dick Gerard, who's now like a hall of famer comes up to James at like in the barn and he goes, son, you can't do that to your horse. And he looks at him and goes, you ride this motherfucker. <laughs> that's what I love when people are like, you should be kinder to your children. You fucking deal with them. Let's, <laughs> let's swap. Let's swap. I, I'm thankful that like my kids don't tend to be assholes at the same time, right? It's usually they one. Take their turn, Remy. Yeah, it's usually one, and then the other three are like, "I would never do anything like that to you, mother." Oh. Look how good I am, and you're like, "Ah, I, I know what you're capable of." We did not take the boys to school on Monday because it's last week of school and it's just like parties. We went to Disney. No, that was two weeks ago. We went to Disney. Oh, this we also did go on this Monday, but. It was like uh, Kyle had a pool party at school. Can't remember what Brayden's day was, but they were doing parties, right? And then so we cleaned the house. And that afternoon, was that just yes? No. Monday afternoon, we had the baseball game. And like, Kyle was full of it. That's usually my best one. I was like, you are never not going to school. And James was like, well, we got a week left to fix that. And I was like, I'll find another school to send it to. Like, I don't know. Summer school it is. I was like, because if you're going to be an asshole, I'm going to send you somewhere else. I don't know. Well, ladies, it is just not easy raising these kids. And I think that, uh, well, I know that we're not alone in our boats. Um, I know that we cannot be the only ones who are acting 
a little bearish lately. I like found a new depth of crazy that I didn't know I had. And like, <laughs> yeah. I was pretty sure, pretty sure that I knew how crazy I, I was. I was there. Turns out I wasn't. Yeah, you know. And I, I you know, so my takeaway from today is uh, keep faking it till you make it. Well, my takeaway is, is that it just makes me feel so much better knowing that there's other moms out there who just think they're as crazy as I am. Yeah, I mean, you haven't started baseball yet. You'll meet plenty of them. No, you know, but most of them aren't as open as you and I, like most of them wouldn't divulge the things that you and I divulge on to the world, but you know. I mean, when you have enough, you have enough, and it just, it's got to end. Yeah, and like, you know, I saw, I always love the meme that comes up, and it's like, gentle parenting is for gentle children. I'm like, 100%. Because I could probably gentle parent maybe two of mine. But the other two, no fucking way. So. Oh, God. All righty, Rem. Well, um, good talk today. Next week, we'll see you. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. And I'm working on a guest, but she's being evasive. She's an introvert, but I'm still trying to guilt her into coming on. Pull her in. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Until next time, Remy, be bold. Be brave. And be humble. We'll see you next week, ladies. Bye. Bye.